Tonight, Chris Hemsworth once in on Star Wars, Star Trek Discovery finds a broadcast home in the UK, and the Red Dwarf flies again on this edition of Multiverse Tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. And here's your host, Thomas Townley. Hello again, and welcome to the sci-fi edition of Multiverse Tonight. You know, do, do you like my voice in the intro there? Because I'm actually, I've actually found a uh, person to record, re-record that intro. So, uh, you know, I'm going to be uh, putting that together in, in the coming weeks, but, you know, anyway, how's it? going for you can you can you believe we're halfway through october already this month just seems to fly fly by i'm already putting on my uh, sweaters you know i had to turn the heat on because uh getting you know a few days below free you know a, a few nights below freezing and uh well i guess that's a good thing you know we are just a month away from the disney plus launch but not it doesn't look like it's going to be on uh, a lot of platforms mostly looks like uh, apple tv xbox playstation and google google chromecast you know you can take it from your phone and cast it anywhere but uh they still haven't made a deal with amazon that's acceptable to uh, both parties you know i really do hope they iron that out before launch because i don't want to have to move my chromecast from the TV in the office to the TV in the living room just to watch, you know, all these uh, new shows. Um, anyway, I have some uh, good news. The next sci-fi edition of the podcast will have an interview with the Orville associate producer and editor, Tom Costantino. Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to get some good insights out of him on the uh, season. They just started filming this this week. So uh, that will be something to look forward to. Anyway, let's go ahead and uh, get into some Star Wars news. Roger, roger. Roger, roger indeed. Chris Hemsworth would love to add another franchise notch onto his big belt of franchises. He's been in a Star Trek movie, been in Black movie, Ghostbusters, and of course, you know, Marvel. He's even shown up in Kevin Smith's latest View Askew Universe movie, Jane Silent Bob Reboot. And uh, I must say it was a very funny cameo. If you get a chance to see the movie, go see it. it it's great referential humor. At the uh, Ace Comic Con uh, Midwest, Chris was asked if he'd want in on the Star Wars franchise on a show or movie. And his answer was, quote, Oh yeah, I'd love to. I'm not sure there's many people that say they wouldn't want to be a part of that world, you know, and especially having it be something I've grown up with like all of us here, probably. It'd be like 
a fan experience as opposed to being an actor, and that's the fun thing at this point of cinema and my career, unquote. You know, maybe you could play a warlord or a ruler of a planet with great lightning storms. Yes? No? Two on the nose? What do you think? The journey to the rise of Skywalker is getting flushed out via comics and books. The latest is the new comic Journey to Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker Allegiance, which will see the remains of the Resistance setting up base in the Anoet system. Here's a trivia note for you. Anoet was one of the possible locations Leia mentioned going to in The Empire Strikes Back. Here's the blurb for the four-issue series. Hounded by the First order, order across the galaxy, the Resistance is in dire need of ships, weapons, and recruits to make a final stand against Kylo Ren's forces. Desperation drives a delega delegation led by General Leia Organa and Rey to retreat to the rebel vet veteran's one-time allies, the Mon Calamari, to join the fight. But decades after Imperial occupation enslaved their planet, those that are willing to stop at nothing to prevent another war from bloodying the wars of Mon Calamari. Moncalara. Moncala. A system away, Poe Dameron and Finn have their own mission to hunt down a weapons cache on the remote moon of Avdot, unaware that they are being hunted by the most notorious criminal gang in the galaxy. Unquote. The first issue is out right now. And uh, in the new young adult, Sky uh, adult Skywalker novel, Force Collector by Kevin Schnick, we find the adventures of Nock Med, a Jedi who survived Order 66, but the dark times before that, and he was still alive before the events in The Force Awakens. He will apparently become the guide for the subject of the book. Here's the quote, quote, Carr is a teenage boy like many others in the galaxy, but he has a secret. When he touches certain objects, he gets visions of people he doesn't know and places he's never been. Carr's grandmother's convinced the visions come from the Force. But are there any Jedi left to guide Carr in the use of his abilities? Accompanied by Maze, the unpredictable new girl at school, and RZ-7, Carr's droid companion, he sets off into the larger galaxy to find the truth. High adventures will take him from Utapu to Jakku to, to Takodana and beyond as he learns more about the Jedi than he could ever have expected and about his own place in the Force, unquote. The book, which is part of the Journey of Star Wars, the Rise of Skywalker series, is also out now. The runtime for the Rise of Skywalker has been discovered. According to a post on Reddit from a theater worker, the film should come in at 2 hours and 35 minutes, making it just a few minutes longer than The Last Jedi. Now, let's be clear here that we don't have the official length, and uh, but it does seem that this is correct, as theaters like to have showtime scheduled out so they know exactly when to staff up. The film comes out on December 20th. And if you're planning a marathon session before you go see the movie, Disney Plus will have plenty for you to watch. The streaming service released a list of everything that will be on the service on day one, and on November 12th, all the Star Wars, the Star Wars will include the Mandalorian, all the movies, the documentary Empire of Dreams, the Star War, the story of the Star Wars trilogy, and the animated series, and and the animated series, uh, the Clone Wars seasons one to five, the Clone Wars, the Lost Missions, Rebels, all seasons, Resistance season one, 
Lego Star Wars, the new yet new Yoda Chronicles, Clash of the Skywalkers, Lego Star Wars Droid Tales, Lego Star Wars, the Freemaker Adventures, All Seasons, and Lego Star Wars All Stars. The conclu and uh, the conclusion to Clone Wars will be out in February, and much more is planned for the new year. Now, let's move over to the Star Trek news. The second season of Picard is in the works, says Og Kurtzman in an interview with Trek Corps. Season 1 wrapped at the end of August, and the second season had been hinted at by series star Patrick Stewart, but this now confirms it. The first season will launch on CBS All Access on January 23, 2020. Star Trek's original captain, William Shatner, took a moment to tweet a reminder of what Star Trek is all about, saying, quote, a word. At Star Trek, the vision of the show from the beginning was to highlight social problems and stigmas in a way that makes you give it some thought. It may be controversial to some, but it presents issues in an abstract enough way to encourage conversation. That hasn't changed. Unquote. You know, he's right. In fact, most of the good science fiction is a way to make us think about things with an interesting story. You know, kind of like a story burrito or putting a pill in a piece of cheese for your dog. You know, just something to think about. The more you know. Good news to my listeners in the United Kingdom. Star Trek Discovery will have a broadcast TV home, but with a caveat. Discovery, with it, with, which is in its third season, will still debut new episodes on Netflix... Channel 4 will debut uh, the, ser the show on the channel in 2020, starting with Season 1. They'll also be getting the Matt LeBlanc show Man with a Plan, which is still a thing. CBS Studios International President of Sales said in a statement, quote, We're excited to bring the linear television rights for Star Trek Discovery to the international market and launch in the UK with our valued friends at Channel 4. This agreement features the best of both worlds, premium subscription content from a global franchise, and a very popular network comedy from America's most watched network. Channel 4 is already a licensee for several of our top-rated franchises, including The Good Fight and Charmed, and we are confident that they will have continued success with Star Trek Discovery and Man with a Plan." Unquote. Anis Abden, the creator of the Tardigrade game for which, for, for which he sued and lost to CBS over copyright infringement, has appealed the ruling, and a GoFundMe has been started to help him with the legal costs. Annis wrote on his blog, quote, I have filed an appeal to the ruling regarding the Tardigrades lawsuit. As an independent creator, I found myself with no rights. If I don't have rights, so does everyone else. And, and uh, he continued, I have always wished I could carry the financial side alone. But the numbers are getting ridiculously high, and I have exhausted all my resources. I want to expand my defense team with more consultants and technical experts. My dear friend Gary Bilcher, Nerdrotic, have helped me set up a GoFundMe page. It is so hard for me to ask for your donations. I have never done that before and never wanted it to come to this point. All I can say is thanks to all of your support from the beginning of this lawsuit. Unquote. Well, we wish him the best of luck. So, 
we now have a little bit more, you know, we know a little bit more about Star Trek Lower Decks, right? But uh, what about that Nickelodeon animated series that was hinted at? Well, be prepared to wait. In an interview uh, with Trek Core, with producers Heather Cadden and Alex Kurtzman, the series uh, was revealed that it won't even have any footage until 2021 or later. Heather Caden told uh, Trek Core, quote, Longer. I was surprised. As someone who makes big live-action shows, I heard how long it was going to take, and I was like, what? Because it's 3D animation, so it just takes that much longer. But the Higman brothers come from Ninjago and Troll Hunters. They're doing it, so it's definitely going to be more in that visual look. Unquote. They also told Trek Core that the series does have a title, but they weren't going to share it just yet. Come on, guys. Give us something. Anything. You know, the, the title, uh, a, a wire model of a character, something, so that we don't feel like, you know, you're just yanking our chains. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a quick break here, and then we'll be right back with Geek News. Hey everyone, we'll get right back to the news, but first, I'd like to tell you about our new affiliate, Stitcher Premium. With Stitcher Premium, you get all your favorite podcasts, but you get them all with no ads. That's right, no audio ads, no banner ads, not even ads on the archives of some of your favorite shows. You also get access to Stitch Originals like Marvel's Wolverine, The Long Night, Issa Rae's Fruit, and Colt Cabana's Pro Wrestling Fringe. You also get access to bonus episodes, access to new releases first, and access to the hundreds of comedy albums at your fingertips, and so much more. To get started, just go to stitcher.com slash premium and enter promo code MULTIVERSE for a free month. After that, pay just $4.99 a month, and you can save even more by going yearly for just $34.99. That's nearly a $25 savings over the monthly rate. So go to stitcher.com slash premium and enter promo code MULTIVERSE today. And uh, you really would be helping me out by uh, going to stitcher.com and... uh, subscribing for premium use use the code multiverse and uh you know we do get a a little cutback a little kickback from uh from each each uh trial so you know just you know if, if there's if there's nothing else you can do for me just do that you know set a ti- set a timer for 30 days get uh sign into the trial with code multiverse and uh you know help Help me help you. Maybe, and you can find stuff you like on there. There's, there's, there's lots of stuff. Anyway, let's get on with the geek news. And uh, we start off with some Matrix Four news. I can't believe that's actually happening. Can you? Uh, we already know that Keanu will be back, and uh, now Variety is reporting that Neil Patrick Harris has joined the cast. Role unknown, but uh, maybe maybe uh, there'll be some singing and dancing. Deadline also reports that uh, Jessica Henwick from Marvel's Iron Fist is also in talks for a lead role as well, and actor Aquaman actor Yaha Abdul Mateen 
uh, the second will be there as well. Now, we already know that uh, Carrie Ann Moss and Jada Pinkett Smith are in discussion to return. And uh, more seem to be joining every day. Now, The Matrix 4, you know, any guess on what they'll be called? My guess is uh, Ma The Matrix Rebooted. You know, it kind of works. Uh, the, it will not be out until 2022, so we have time. Anyway, the CBS All Access production of The Stand has added another big name to its already huge roster of talent. Greg Kinnear is set to play Glenn Bateman, who, according to the press release, is, quote, a widowed professor when the superflu hits. Glenn Bateman was accustomed to a solitary life. When he encounters other survivors, his curiosity is piqued by Mother Abigail's visions, unquote. Kinnear joins James Marsden, Amber Heard, Heather Graham, Odessa Young, Jovan Adepo, o Owen Teague, Heather Henry Zaga, Brad William Henke, Eon Bailey, Catherine McNamara, Hamish Linkletter, Alexander Skarsgård, and Whoopi Goldberg. The series will be out on CBS All Access in 2020. Now, uh, AMC Entertainment, the company behind AMC Theaters, has announced that they are starting their own on-demand movie service. Yep. Because every company needs their own on-demand movie service. AMC's president and CEO, Adam Aaron, said in a release that AMC Theaters On Demand will offer about 2,000 movies for sale or rent after their theatrical release, with prices ranging from $3 to $5.99 to rent and $9.99 to $19.99 to buy. The company is hoping that 20 million AMC Stubbs households will also turn to the theater chain for their streaming movie needs as well. So, will you? The guys from The Dwarf are coming back for one more time. The Red Dwarf's official site broke the news that Red Dwarf, the British sci-fi comedy series, would be returning for a made-for-TV movie on Dave TV. Craig Charles, Chris Berry, Danny, uh, Danny John Jules, and Robert Llewellyn will be back in their respective roles as Lister, Rimmer, The Cat, and Crichton in an all-new story written and written by and directed by Doug Naylor. Craig Charles, about the new season, said, quote, I'm really excited to get back on board with the boys from The Dwarf. I can't wait to discuss Robert's prostate problems, Chris Berry's hip replacement, and have a proper look at Danny's new dentures whilst they marvel at the agelessness of the Charles physique. I will surely require the services of a chiropractor after dragging these doddering misfits through what promises to be our most epic adventure yet. Dave Lister, the human race's last hope in a hostile universe. God help us, and may the dwarf be with you. Doug Naylor added, quote, I'm absolutely thrilled to have the opportunity of making more Red Dwarf. UK TV has, has, have been a never-ending source of support and encouragement since we first started working together 10 years ago. Can't wait to start shooting a format that I don't think has ever been before. Smoke me a kipper, we're back, and not just for breakfast. Unquote. I love me some Red Dwarf. It's one of my favorite things. English actor Stephen Moore has passed away. Stephen is best known for his role as Marvin from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, BBC radio series, 
and the Silurian Eldan during Matt Smith's run on Doctor Who. Moore got his start with The Hitchhiker's Guide in 1978, where he voiced the depressive android for four more, season, four more series, the TV show, and the audiobooks and records. In addition to Marvin, he voiced Gag Helfrant, Frankie Mouse, a whale, and the ruler of the universe. Moore was also a very prolific stage actor, earning the 1983 Laurence Olivier Theatre Award for Lead Actor for a revival of The Doll's House. He is survived by his five children. Stephen Moore was 81 years old. Well, that brings us to the uh, end of another sci-fi edition of Multiverse Tonight. Now, uh, be sure to uh, check us out on social media. We're at uh, Twitter, at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as Multiverse Tonight as well. And uh, if you'd like to contribute some money, uh, please visit mtpodcast.com to go to our our, co- our Ko-fi or uh, Patreon as well. And be sure to visit multiversetonight.com and check out our affiliate marketplace links, the link to our Public store, our show notes, and so many, so many more. Now, uh, if you're a subscriber, please be sure to share us with your friends. And if you're brand new to the show, please be sure to subscribe and leave us with some feedback and let us know how we're doing. Special thanks to Shane Ivers for intro music and Lobo Loco for our outro theme music. Thanks for watching the sci-fi edition of Multiverse Tonight. We'll be back in just a couple days with the comic book edition. Now, please exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Baked Genre Productions, copyright 2019, all rights reserved.